Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we pray for those who have joined us in listening to this podcast. We pray for your quick return to gather your church. We pray the blood of Jesus over COVID. We pray these things in the name of the first and last, Jesus Christ. Amen. My friends, when my daughter tells my granddaughters it's time to clean up the toys on the floor, they reluctantly start to pick up all the toys. But my youngest granddaughter decides that she is going to slowly pick up her toys and to let a few stay out a little longer. Also, to pull some toys back out after they have been put up. My daughter threatens to pop that leg if they don't move quicker. The other two continue to be obedient, but the youngest would ignore the command and thus suffer the consequences. God wants us to spiritually clean up so that he may dwell in us. But we, like my youngest granddaughter, often go back and pick up the old sins. So today, I want to discuss cleaning up our spiritual lives. There are many spiritual cleansing methods available, everything from burning sage, to psychics, to baths, to rituals, to light, to oils, to candles, to walking, to pets, and to prayer. My Christian friends, only one of these remedies puts you in touch with the one who is able to cleanse us, and that's prayer. None of the other therapies, no matter how simple or how complex, is able to deal with what really sickens us, what degrades us, and what darkens our soul. Nothing can do what prayer does to clean us up. Man has tried soap and water to cleanse from sin. Job 9 verses 30 and 31 says, If I wash myself with snow water and cleanse my hands with soap, yet will you plunge me into the pit, and my own clothes will abhor me. My brothers and sisters, snow water was from the heavens and was thought to be more spiritual, while the filth of sin makes one's own clothes seem to be ashamed of him. Listen to what Jesus says in Matthew 23, verses 25 through 28. He says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but the inside they are full of extortion and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisees, first cleanse the inside of the cup and dish, that the outside of them may be clean also. Folks, we must not turn into Pharisees as being satisfied with superficial and ceremonial washing to give the appearance of being righteous. When our spiritual cleansing is restricted to the outside, we miss the mark of what is required. The mask we wear, not for COVID, but the mask that makes us religious imposters, does not fool God. He knows what is on the inside of a person, even when the entire community is fooled. It is this spiritual deception that must be cleansed. The promise of cleansing was prophesied by Ezekiel in Ezekiel 36:25, which proclaims, Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. My Christian comrades, this promise was made to Israel, but it applies to everyone who accepts the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. 
This is a challenge to the old man who wishes to remain stagnant and filthy. New man is spiritually clean, looking to the one who cleaned them up. New man no longer has a need or desire to serve worldly lust, including idolatry. New man listens to what the Spirit is saying and obeys. New man is clean on the inside, which shows on the outside. God also reveals that he will conduct a spiritual cleansing in Jeremiah 33 and 8. It says, I will cleanse them from all their iniquity by which they have sinned against me, and I will pardon their iniquities by which they have sinned and by which they have transgressed against me. My Christian friends, I am amazed by all of the alternative spiritual cleansing methods that do not take into account the reason for the problem. God does not pardon filthy souls. He cleans them first, then forgives them of the very sin that was committed against him. David asked for God's spiritual cleansing in Psalm 51 and 2. He says, Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Friends, it was David's conspiracy of sin that led to the torture of his soul. His being home when he should have been on the battlefield led to him seeing Bathsheba, which led to him sleeping with her, which led to her getting pregnant, which led to David's plan to cover up the sin, which led to the betrayal of one of his mighty men, which led to Uriah's death, which led to the death of David's love child. All of these multiple sins would have been avoided if David was on the battlefield where he belonged. The small sin continued to grow until it completely took over his life. So why is being spiritually clean so important? As I mentioned, God will only dwell in a clean vessel. When we go to God in prayer, Psalm 24, 3 and 4 confirms how we must come to him. It reads, Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully. My friends, we must set ourselves apart from the crowd or sanctify ourselves in order to approach God. Paul concludes 2 Corinthians 6 verses 14 through 18, where he warns against being unequally yoked, meaning a believer and a non-believer getting married, which causes turmoil in the believer's life but also the joining of a believer with the worldly influences. My Christian friends, it is the worldly pressures that impact our thinking. We easily let minor spiritual hiccups go unchallenged, while all along, it becomes a larger problem. If my youngest granddaughter had her way, all of the toys would be pulled out, or all of the sins would go unchecked. But the Holy Spirit doesn't allow the sons and daughters of God to go unchecked, and so Paul's conclusion, written in 2 Corinthians 7 and 1, teaches, Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Folks, when we make a conscious effort to separate ourselves from the contamination of the world, we can keep our cleansing duties to a minimum. When our desire is to get closer to God and to conform to the image of His Son, Jesus Christ, we will cleanse ourselves. If you find it difficult to self-cleanse, here is what you have to do daily. It's found in 1 John 1 and 9. It says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 
My Christian friends, this is God's formula for spiritual cleansing. First, confess our sins. When we confess our sins to God, we are agreeing with Him that we have done wrong. Confessing is a daily part of a Christian's life. Don't be fooled into thinking that you didn't sin today. You may think that way tomorrow, and the next day, and the next. Confess to the one who has been offended, God. Confession maintains a right relationship with God. Second, our forgiveness is guaranteed because of the work of Jesus on the cross. The penalty of sin has been paid by Jesus. The confession of sin must be paid by our mouths. Third, you have a promise that you will be cleansed from all unrighteousness. Did he say all? Yes, he said all. So if you want to restore a right relationship with God, and I'm talking to Christians, go to him in prayer, saying, Lord, forgive me of my sins and cleanse me right now in the name of Jesus. And if you want to be saved from your sins and you have not professed Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this prayer with me. Father, I confess my sins to you. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay for my sins, and I accept his sacrifice for me. In the name of Jesus, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church, send your prayer request, as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. You may write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.